0: What's up everybody and welcome to Now Available, the internet's only streaming service podcast. You can find wherever you get your podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Howard, and with me as always, ego is not his amigo, Ricky Ettinger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> What's up? What's happening? What's happening? What's, What's
0: going on? on, Ricky?
1: All right, so yeah, let me tell you the story. So, uh, I think it was like last weekend, two weekends. No, it was definitely last weekend. Um, it's been, it's kind of dry in my room. So I, I'm playing on my computer whatever and doing my thing. <laughs> I get up to go, I think, get some water or something. I come back and I go to move my mic and I hit the, the arm and I get shot like super hard. Uh, and it's just like, it like, it jolts me. <laughs> Did you go
0: like cartoon where like you see your skeleton that sort of shock?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I turned into a straight up skeleton, um, and and there was lightning bolts coming off of my head. So, (laughs) I I get shocked, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And I think we were about to play Overwatch, and I'm like, can you guys hear me? And nobody's answering. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're just trying to be fucking funny. Whatever. I'm like can you guys hear me? can you guys hear me? nothing nothing, nothing, nothing. like what the fuck so i'm I'm unplugging it, I'm plugging it back in. I end up unplugging it and using the mic from my camera and like that's being picked up. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? So now that mic doesn't work at all. <laughs> you killed it. <laughs> like I can plug it in and it shows up that it's there, but it just doesn't pick up my voice for some reason so i had to revert back to my other one which is fine like this mic's fine but the reason why i stopped using it is because i only have the shock mount for it and Mm. the bands that held the shock like that held the thing in place were all stretched out so i had to like wrap them around and like it was just all (laughs) saggy and gross so now i got this rubber band get up (laughs) (laughs) yeah so now that's what i'm working with Until I can, and and it's like kind of bent, so like, I don't know, dude, the whole thing is a saggy mess over here. (laughs) Definitely not the uh, professionalism that I'm going for. (laughs) The professionalism! (laughs) Definitely not the professional look I'm going for.
0: You know, now available, always very, very professional.
1: Yeah, probably the most professional uh, podcast, internet show, uh, two individuals you've ever met.
0: Right, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And what do professionals have, Ricky? We have professional <laughs> merchandise.
1: <laughs> they have merch.
0: So we have the steel chair t shirt that says, I'm okay, be, or I'm all right being the bad guy, if now available. Uh, that's available over there in our store, along with uh, Oof and uh, Odd We Trust, as well as the Ricky uh, Shore t shirt. So if you folks want to go uh, check all that stuff out, Feel free to uh, wear it, take pictures of it, we'll share it, like it, whatever. Uh, yeah, so that's that's our new t-shirt. Uh, I'm Alright Being the Bad Guy, I'm now available.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> How specific? Oh, it's so funny.
0: The only piece of merchandise we have currently that says now available on it... <laughs>
1: I feel like, because you can do back prints, right? Couldn't you just put that logo on the front as one print? You probably could. Was this on Teespring, right? No, TeePublic? It's
0: TeePublic, yeah. Mm, I think, I I think they do back printing. I haven't looked too much into it.
1: Because <laughs> mm, I feel like that logo could just be on the front, or it could be like a back. Because it's oh, kind the small. now available logo. Uh-huh.
0: Mm hmm. It's possible. Yeah, we could do, like, the little logo in the corner of the front, and then on the back have, like, the different designs. That could work. That could work.
1: Okay, 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 okay. I like it. I need to get all these (laughs) as stickers.
0: They had a sale going on where you get you save, like, 25% when you buy, like, four stickers or more. They had that going at one point. I don't know if it's still going or not. But, yeah, the stickers are, like, two bucks a piece or something like that.
1: That's not bad at all.
0: will just have to get them, put them all over your wall. Do all that good stuff.
1: There's this uh, car. So we have a couple pieces. Oh, like, yeah. There's this car that I see all the time. It's like, I think this kid lives in the, the town, like, over from me. But his mm. whole car is covered in stickers. And it's not like. Oh,
0: I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, they're not like big stickers either. They're like little ones.
0: They're like little laptop stickers? Yeah. yeah. So
1: his entire car is. Covered in. I don't even want to know how many stickers are on that car. There's got to be thousands. Oh
0: God. <laughs> the world only knows. <laughs> so, uh, Ricky, did you see? Did you see the big news for today? There's a lot of big news stories coming out today. We get the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man uh, title. No way home. No way. Last home. night we got a couple couple teases. Uh, Spider-Man Phone Home, Spider-Man Home Wrecker, and Home Slice. <laughs> and today we get revealed, it is No Way Home, which is cool title. Uh, leads us to believe what a lot of reports have been saying, where it is going to be a multiverse uh, film, which will be cool.
1: So, I, yeah, I saw this. Uh, home Slice was my favorite one. <laughs> uh, I got a good laugh out of that. I um, thought
0: Home Wrecker was pretty great.
1: Home Wrecker is a good one too. Uh, I it, wish if, I couldn't remember though. What what were the ones that we came up with? Was
0: uh, Home Invasion? I think was one of them. <laughs> I don't. Sp- Spider Man Home Invasion. <laughs> um, there was I forget some of the other ones, but they actually um the team that was behind it like. Posted a whiteboard with like a bunch of different like um, like titles and stuff like that is like a joke thing, mm-hmm. and I recommend anybody that gets a chance to go check it out and stuff like that. Like there's like a bunch of different things. Like there's one one of the title or one of the things written on it is "Far From Home," and then somebody wrote below it. We did that on the last one. <laughs> there was that. There was home run. There was home Ooh. alone. And then underneath it said copyright issue, <laughs> <laughs> and all this different stuff. So yeah, I definitely recommend Go giving that uh, image a look because it's pretty funny. There's lots of good stuff on it. I saw, of, like, uh, cool drawings.
1: I saw a meme that somebody had posted and it was like all the different like that same font but it said man, man, home, home. <laughs> was fucking cracking up about it like that's where that's where my brain is at that's the that's the <laughs> level of comedy that gets to me now It's man man home home <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah there was another one uh that i saw that um that said spider-man it was agatha all along
1: oh my god <laughs> Ooh. so
0: with that uh we, I think, last time we talked, we didn't, we hadn't talked about the Halloween episode or the the episode that came out this past Friday, which was revealed that Agatha Harkness is the bad guy in WandaVision.
1: Oh yeah, for for WandaCast, for WandaVision cast, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Last week we had recorded, and you hadn't watched the new episode yet, which was the right the Halloween the episode. Halloween one. Yeah, i
0: seen that probably my favorite episode of the series so far
1: that one was crazy yeah that was really i
0: love i love uh uh quicksilver
1: yeah yeah his fucking hair is ridiculous uh yeah and then this this last week's was it had like arrested development office parks and rec vibes
0: yeah as well as uh modern family too they Mm -hmm. they like used the font and everything from that
1: yeah, I thought that was really cool. The whole, mm-hmm. the whole thing with <laughs> Vision and Cat um, Dennings' <laughs> character—I can't even think of her name.
0: Yeah. Oh, why don't I? I don't remember. Mar, is it Marcy?
1: Darcy. Darcy. Yeah, I think uh, so. Marcy Darcy. Cat Dennings. That man in, in that van was one hundred percent Arrested Development. That's all I could think of.
0: It was hysterical. I that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. It just it had me cracking up just so much. Oh, <laughs> in visions, so... like what am I doing here when he's sitting outside being interviewed? Yeah. And he then he takes the mic off. off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, so good. I oh my god, i like the reveal at the end of that episode absolutely destroyed me. Like I was sitting here, so I thought it was gonna be an hour long that's I sit- what I
0: thought too. Yeah, because
1: there was that picture going around with like confirmed the last three episodes are an hour long or whatever. So, i I get my I get home from work. I make lunch. I sit down. I'm like, hell yeah, here we go. I'm ready for an hour. And then, like you know, you get the big reveal at the end with Agatha's like cool ass little like jingle, and then. <laughs> Her her laugh, her being like, oh, and I killed Sparky. And then she, like, throws back this laugh. I'm like, yeah, let's go. We got so much time left. And then it goes to the fucking credits. <laughs> oh, I was so bummed. Well, I mean, it was a great episode, but I was like, damn it. I wish I thought there was going to be more. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, oh my God, dude. I'm so excited. Like,
0: I'm really excited, too. It's such
1: a, it's so good. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know i felt like in the beginning of it so many people were complaining about like those first two episodes like oh i don't get it what is this show even supposed to be or whatever like i don't i had no expectation for it right like i i knew it was coming and i was like okay i don't care what it is like i'm i'm along for the ride and i'm so glad that i didn't like jump ship or be like oh this is gonna be stupid or whatever because i'm very surprised
0: yeah, I've been blown out of the water by it because like I didn't watch the first couple episodes because I was like I don't know what this is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like just one night on a whim, me and my fiance we watched it and I was like, oh wow, that's pretty great. Um, yeah, so I've been on the on the Wandavision train since then, and like I think episode five is my favorite because it has like that Malcolm in the middle like ninety like early or nineties early two thousands kind of vibe to it. And I think it just, it's so well done and well shot and everything like that. And all the PHO stuff's awesome in it. Um, and they did the jump scare thing again, which was cool. Um, and yeah, did you watch the post credit scene for the episode? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: With uh, Quicksilver? Quicksilver, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but I had a theory, actually, that um, this this is going to all lead to, like, the X-Men being created. That everybody inside the hex is going to end up with that that sort of power. Maybe they'll be called hexmen, but uh, <laughs> but the, my 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 reasoning behind thinking that that's what's going to happen is because that's what happened to Monica when she got shot out of it, where she had the powers and stuff like that. Which now, with Wanda not being as in control as we thought before, my I'm thinking less of my theory, but I still think it's possible that like the different characters in there get turned into these different, they get the mutant gene because they were exposed to that for so long and stuff like that.
1: So yeah, I there's, don't... there's that one scene where she makes like a reference to um, her DNA being changed or like, because she's coming in and out, out of the hex or whatever. Mm-hmm. What if one? Okay. So we don't know who the, like the engineer person is that Monica keeps referring to. Mm-hmm. What if it's just a normal dude and they bring him in, and then Wanda loses complete control of, like, that spear, and it just goes outward. And then it affects mm. everybody.
0: Right, yeah. Like, and, instead and of coming
1: understand. in, it kind of, like, goes outward.
0: Right, that's that's true. That could happen. That'd be interesting. Yeah,
1: so what if it, like, you know, they bring in on some normal dude, it's nobody, you know, that we know of or whatever, and then that thing comes out, and then that person gets affected and turns into... I don't know. I I doubt it's like Fantastic Four, but I think it might be more X Men stuff. It's it has mm-hmm. to be more X Men. Right.
0: right, exactly. Well, at first like I was thinking that um like Jimmy Woo Woo uh was gonna go into the Hex. And I was like, Is there Jimmy and the X Men? And I started thinking started thinking. And I was like, wait, isn't Cyclops' his name Jimmy? And then I looked it up and I'm like, No, I was just thinking of James Marsden. <laughs> That's where, where my mind went.
1: Jimmy Marsden. Was like,
0: Wouldn't it be cool if uh Jimmy Woo got turned into Cyclops or something like that. Or like these different things that happened to like Darcy and like the different people.
1: What if he gets turned into, because he's, he's got that magic trick down. He turns into Gambit.
0: That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. You heard
1: you, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. I call Gambit. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be so sick.
0: I think that could be really cool if that happens. I know there's like certain mutants that'd be really difficult to do that sort of thing with. Um, and I think with Dr. Strange coming up and Wanda or Wanda supposed to be in that and stuff like that, we don't really have a good idea yet of what's going to happen with that, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see.
1: Do you think that the, uh, the Loki show is going to be somehow connected? I think I don't
0: think Loki's gonna be connected. I think Loki's gonna be off on his own adventure thing. I think eventually all this is gonna come back into play in like the fifth Avengers movie. Like everything all the stuff with Loki going on, all the secret invasion stuff that they're gonna have the series for, uh the WandaVision, the Spider Man like multiverse stuff. I think it's all gonna end up folding into Avengers five, however that may be, I don't know. It could fold into like a young Avengers sort of thing or something. Or how much the timeline's being messed with? It could always be King the Conqueror or something like that.
1: What? But I don't know. What was the um? Where does Wandavision sit in the timeline? Because that was something I was trying to think of the other day. Because I thought it was like after Spider Man, but is it before? Or is it like right after the snap? Like when they that come back. I'm not sh-
0: that's that I'm not sure of. I think it's. I think it probably takes place around the same time that Spider-Man does. I don't know whether or not before or afterwards, but I think it's definitely somewhere in that kind of space. Cause I don't think it's right after the snap. Cause it takes a little bit for uh, Monica to get back to um, get back into like work and stuff like that and go to uh, West Westfield. Is that the name of it? Westview. Westview. Yeah. Yeah, but actually, speaking of Loki, we got, a, we got the premiere date of that. That's coming June 11th. And we got a couple other premiere dates for Disney Plus shows as well with uh, the Bad Batch Star Wars series, like the Clone Wars spinoff show. Uh, it's coming May 4th. No shock there to anybody at all. And then this is actually really cool and I'm excited for. We get Monsters at Work, a sequel to Monsters, Inc. It's a sequel series. That's going to be on Disney plus starting July 2nd.
1: Hell yeah. I had no idea about that one.
0: That one. Yeah. They just announced that I think it's been in the works and it's just finally like, okay, it's go time on it. So that's exciting. We get that soon, but, uh, why don't, why don't we get to what we're, what we're really here for this week. Mile 22 released August 17th, 2018 directed by Peter Berg. The film stars, Mark Wahlberg, Iko Uwasi, John Malkovich, Lauren Cohen, Ronda Rousey, and Nikola Nikoloff. His real name. Uh, It had a runtime of 94 minutes, a nice quick movie. Uh, A budget of between 35 and 60 million, big, big margins there uh, between the top and the bottom. Uh, And a box office of 66.3 million, so maybe it made its money back, but we don't really know because we don't really know the budget of the film
1: why would the why would the gap between the two be so huge 25 was it 25 million dollar gap
0: yeah yep it might be like a marketing budget thing or something i don't really i don't really know but it's it, it's so it's just so weird that there is the gap there that there is uh so so ricky what'd you think about mile 22
1: okay Um uh, my relationship with this movie is strange I'm, I've watched it three times. Okay. I'm really, really into the beginning of it. Like, I think the beginning, like, the opening scenes and stuff, um, super cool. Mm-hmm. The middle, I lost every time I watched it. Like, <laughs> like, when they bring in Mark Wahlberg, like, him being, like, that asshole that he is, like, is a, I start falling off. So, like... He's like really mean to the one girl, whatever. Like that's kind of their their job. Or Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. he's like really mean to her, whatever. Then it gets into like all this like political stuff and like how he's his like team and how he operates with like um the other people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I start I start uh, losing it. Yeah, Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch is fucking killing me. Uh, I start losing it. And then I come back in when Lee, the the dude that shows up with the disc, mm-hmm. and he, like, surrenders himself, mm-hmm. when he starts, like, kicking everybody's ass, when he's, like, <laughs> tied to the bed or, like, handcuffed to that, like, uh, gurney thing, mm-hmm. I, I remember that part, I fall off again, and then I don't remember, <laughs> like, it's all blurry, like, it all comes together, um there's some shooting and then there's like a shootout in a house or like a building. And then you find out the end that that guy was like working for some other governments and he was like fooling them. Right. So, I mean, there's some parts in there that are cool and there's some parts where I'm just like, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much there with you. I think some of the cinematography in this movie, like for an action movie is freaking awesome um it the movie does kind of meander around and i think there's definitely some missed opportunities with it i think because mark Wahlberg has some crazy lines in this movie um uh, the first the first of which is no birthday cake which they cut twice in the freaking like funniest way possible because they show a close-up of him and they show a close-up of him from a different angle saying it uh then he also says when he's doing, like, the interview thing that takes place after, like, the mission, he says, oh, look, there's a fire! And then, like, there's a little story talking about, like, reacting and stuff like that. And then he says, ego is not your amigo at one point as well. So my thing is, I think Mark Wahlberg's just miscast for this movie. I like Mark Wahlberg. He does a great job in it. I just think, if they would have had, like, The Rock or, like, somebody, Ryan Reynolds, Somebody like that, followed up with like an all-star cast surrounding him, kind of like the Expendables almost, but not like older stars and stuff like that, and made it a little bit more lighthearted in some of the middle parts, which I think it almost was supposed to be. I think it would have been better. The making it, making it so it's for a sequel, I think, works to its detriment because the rush part at the beginning, the rush part at the end only really to set up a sequel and stuff like that and explain what happens um i think the overwatch stuff is cool i really like a lot of like the editing in this movie like during the action scenes and stuff like that in the same way with like the drones and like the security cameras and everything like that and there's like there's a lot of stuff that can be like cut out of this movie and like put the energy towards a different spot in the movie which i think would have made it better um and between the first and the second action uh scene in this movie there's 45 minutes there's 45 minutes between them and then we don't get another one again till like the car chase and then from there it's all out action but like when they're in the the paradise uh, apartments I'm like I'm like I could care less right now <laughs> yeah so i think it's i think it's got a lot of good elements um like interspersed throughout but i think there's too much fat on it that should be like trimmed and refined, um, that would have made it like a really good movie.
1: Yeah, I totally agree that the be that beginning scene with the house is so well done. And it's like, it's, Mm -hmm. it's tight. Uh, you don't really know what they're looking for, but like, you don't necessarily need to right away, Mm -hmm. but like everything around it is so cool. Um, the way that they're, they're interacting with John Malkovich, and how mm-hmm. he's kind of like orchestrating the whole thing and he's like their whole little team with the drone and and then eventually when they like escape and have like all right keep it calm and like you know just drive to the parking lot or whatever like that whole thing is super cool mhm but yeah then there's that 45 minutes where it just it just goes like I do I care I don't really care I don't really know it it seriously wasn't until like the third time that I watched it that I realized that the thing from the that opening scene was what they were looking for, like those those hard drives. Oh, things. I didn't even re- I didn't even realize that. So they're looking for yeah, that's what I'm saying. It took me three times. They're looking for that dust that's like um yeah, it's cesium called or whatever cesium. Yeah, cesium. So they're looking for like hard drives, like it's supposed to be in, like in a hard drive looking case, yeah, or something. Yep. So that's what they're grabbing from that first. When they like they bust into that room, the dude like blows the door off, and he's snatching all the hard drives. Mm -hmm. Which was also kind of funny because he's pulling out hard drives like the thick, like terabyte looking HDD hard drive, but Mm -hmm. they call it an SSD, which is like a credit card thin right (laughs) looking piece (laughs) of uh, memory. What, obviously, like I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but. That forty-five minutes in between the two action action scenes is kind of like okay. Is Mark Wahlberg's supposed to be funny? Is he, mm. he reminds me of Nick Cage in this, where Nick Cage is so over the top.
0: Yeah, I think I think Mark Wahlberg definitely has has some Nick Cage in him.
1: Yeah, the way that he talks to like like the woman who um, she's like a walk-in or whatever that means, and she's talking about Warren yeah. Buffett. <laughs> And how she has all this money, and and he has a huge Nick Cage energy. Like every time he says something, it's like in a weird condescending, like, "Oh, you don't well, Warren said, Buffett?" Like, <laughs> like just shitty. You live in Nevada,
0: like all that sort of stuff. And he's like, he says his name Steve Bannon.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was. A, I didn't catch that at first either, but I I got a good laugh out of that. Condoms, Mr. Oh, thank you, Mr. Bannon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he's like. There are parts of his characterization that are really good, and then other parts that are just off the rails. Like I think the whole like opening credit scene and stuff, like that, where they're explaining all the different stuff, and you see him like snapping his band, is all like really cool and really cool like characterization and stuff like that. And it feels like the beginning of like the Incredible Hulk with uh, Edward telling the story, like at the very beginning, like in a montage. Like I think that works well to help like set him up. And then after that, the movie kind of starts to fall and you get that Nick Cage energy you're talking about. Where it's like, no birthday cake! No birthday cake!
1: It's too much Nick Cage energy. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know who I would have chose to put in his spot. I, I personally
0: think, I don't think The Rock, but I think that type of person. Like the quippy, charismatic guy. Like... That sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. because that's that's the other issue with it is like, is he supposed to be funny? Because right. he's coming off funny. He's like trying to hide his his accent too, <laughs> or like tone it down. But you know he wants to like really lay into it.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know who I would pick. Um. Yeah. But anyways. So. You're totally right. It just meanders for forty five minutes, and then the next action scene is the car chase where Ronda Rousey gets blown up. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Like I don't get how she didn't die like in the first place, and then like she ends up like suicide bombing the uh, the agents and st- or the other the bad guys. Yeah. But the bad guys in this movie are kind of like lackluster too, because like there's the Russian people that you see like clips of and stuff like that throughout it and then you're like why is the why are the russians important in it and it's like makes no sense i did i did however like the the dude that was kind of the foil to mark Wahlberg, like the one bad guy Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought he was cool i think the way he died was super stupid i think they should have had like some sort of like fist fight showdown thing i think that would have been cool but they're just like nope (laughs) shoot him with the drone it's like, oh my god. Uh,
1: yeah. the The Russian thing is so weird because you do only get like, yeah. Why is this important? You see it in the very beginning. They talk about that that uh, the intro house scene being those are like Russian spies or something, and they think yeah, KGB. Like, yeah. But you don't really piece it together until the end. And you go, oh, this whole thing was. To set up a bigger issue with... With the Russians so they could make a sequel. Right. Mm.
0: My other big thing is... Why is it called Mile
1: 22? Oh, uh... I I read about that one. It's because... The airstrip that they're trying to get to... Is like 22 miles away.
0: I mean, yeah, that makes... That makes sense, but why not... Why not say that? Or call it... (laughs) Or like... Name it after, like, the group that's going in and, like, getting these people out. You can't name it Overwatch, because that's probably got copyright issues. But, like, still.
1: Yeah, Overwatch was so cool. When he just kept this is an Overwatch! Like, oh, this is so sick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I thought thought it was really cool how, like, John Malkovich is mother, and then each one of them is child one, child two.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot, too.
1: I thought that was really cool.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I like that whole Overwatch setup. I think that's a really cool idea. And I like how they have like the different bobbleheads of each of like a bunch of different presidents, which I think like goes back to like who the first president was that like inst- installed Overwatch would be my guess. Ooh. And then going up to the modern one.
1: Ooh, that's yeah, that's a cool idea. Here, are mm. all the like uh How do we honor the people who set this up in like a non you know, other than having a fucking plaque that says, <laughs> right, "This Overwatch right. group is dedicated to our founders or whatever," but yeah, it's cool to have a little, a little toy or something.
0: Yeah, I thought that was neat. Um, yeah, was there There's... any
1: was there any parts that were like like in the action scenes that kind of stuck out to you?
0: like I was saying before I really liked all that like the shots with the drones and stuff like that where they'd cut between the drones and the and the city and stuff like that and go back and forth um I I liked the scene where Mark Wahlberg was du- dueling like the uh the evil version of Mark Wahlberg like in the hallway where they were like throwing stuff back and forth and Mark Wal- and like he's like I forget what the one guy said but Mark Wahlberg's like you got a 45 ammo over there
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And he
0: goes, yeah, and then he, like, shoots at him or something.
1: And that same, when they're in that, like, building, uh, the part where I always, was, like, I would jump back into it, or, like, I'd be watching and I would drift off or start looking at my phone or whatever, but I always came back to it and I saw it every time I watched it was when the girl, uh, Allie, is her name, I think? Alice? Alice, yeah. Where she's, like, up against that wall, and that dude is, like hulking through the doorway (laughs) and she's like she's like no i have a i have a daughter or whatever and she like smashes the window and then she has that piece of glass like behind her behind her back and she stabs that dude through the hand like oh my god Doesn't doesn't she stab him a couple
0: places too
1: yeah she like she like stabs him in the chest a couple times i think and then she stabs him in the hand but they make a point to like show it hold on it yeah sticking through his hand and then i think he falls down he stabs her or she stabs him in the chest a bunch of times
0: the other the other um brutal one that was when they have the uh the one guy who brought the the hard drive in when he's handcuffed in the car he breaks the window and he jams the guy's like neck onto the broken glass and like shreds it back and forth i was like
1: no i was like ugh, that's so gross it's like no it's no good Friggin' dirty window, too. Like, oh, as if it was clean, would make it any better. But just the fact that it's like, ugh.
0: It's so gross. (laughs) That is so gross. I saw that, and like, everything in my body, like, just tensed up. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Do you think that they're gonna make a sequel to this?
0: Based on how much money it made, I don't believe so. I could see potentially if it's getting good like uh good views on Netflix that Netflix makes a sequel to it mm. but I don't that I don't know of cuz what it's just Mark Wahlberg left with the original crew cuz everybody else gets wasted
1: Oh yeah all the overwatch except, people die
0: except for uh John Malkovich he like goes out to the steps and stuff like that and is bleeding out mm-hmm. um yeah, but it's just John Malkovich and Mark Wahlberg. And I honestly, with the stuff where Mark Wahlberg's getting interviewed, I think that completely ruins the tension created by the film because you know that he gets out. You know that like there's a way they stop them and stuff like that. You just don't know how. Yeah, I think all that exposition could have been done through John Malkovich's character and stuff like that throughout the story rather than uh, um, the way it is done. Because I think that. Because I know, like, at one point Mark Wahlberg explains one thing, and then John Malkovich's character explains it, like, again later on. Like, it's like a new episode of a TV show or something like that.
1: Because <laughs> you probably and, forgot.
0: <laughs> right. And I'm like, if they just had John Malkovich explain it once and ex- do all the exposition stuff, it the stakes would feel a lot higher than they do. Because hmm. okay. I feel like a lot of the exposition and stuff like that that Mark Wahlberg says kind of doesn't work. Um, and my other big complaint too, is, is with the story where they're like, oh, the cesium, we got to get the cesium. It's immediately solved. They're like, okay, now we just got to get the hard drive open.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, the, the dude Lee or whatever, he comes in and he tells them that it's, he's like, check the paintings again. And then they find it all.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: now what are they looking for?
0: Right. Exactly. It's the,
1: the one that, one of the things that irritated me is so he's got Nick Cage energy, right? Big mm-hmm. Nick Cage energy. He comes in and he's yelling at those two like computer people.
0: Oh, the tech people? The two tech people.
1: And he goes on this rant about like um <laughs> you know, the atom bombs that were dropped in Japan and stuff, and like he's like comparing the two and how much easier this will be to like kill a whole bunch of people and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he walks out, that one girl is like, What's his problem? And Ronda Rousey's like, he doesn't like computer people. And then it shows the one kid, and then it shows her (laughs) she was fucking nerds. And then it shows him again. Like, why would you say that? Why would anybody say that? They're they're working – they're trying to crack a code for – I don't even know what the fuck they're trying to crack the code for.
0: They're trying to break into the hard drive.
1: Okay, so they're trying – yeah, potentially you know, do their job, save all these people, 60,000 people or whatever that (laughs) Mark Wahlberg was just yelling about. And then she's going to go and say – fucking nerds like right. what those two people could be like okay fuck you figure it out and leave and then that would all be on on their hands
0: right exactly exactly oh, that it that brought f- <laughs> me the wrong way too yeah that I was bad I, I
1: thought that was a terrible uh i don't know oh so
0: yes terrible I, <laughs> and then and then later on they go back to like the one uh person she's like only a woman could have designed this a man's too simple or something like
1: that <laughs> of course. <laughs> um. So I'm on the IMDb page, and I'm trying to look up some trivia. Okay. And the first one that shows up on here is uh, on March 28th, 2017, at CinemaCon, which sounds fucking awesome. I need to go to CinemaCon. Now available
0: uh, needs a panel at CinemaCon. <laughs>
1: It's just you and me just talking and that's it. It's just a conversation right. between us two and everyone else just gets to listen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I love it. My
0: only my only demand is we have like the director style chairs like with the with like the cloth backs and stuff like that.
1: Okay, I want yeah, I need the one with the cloth back on the back it says director and I had to sit there with like those safari khaki pants on <laughs> with the really tall boots. <laughs> And that big, old-timey, like, circular microphone thing.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what I was envisioning, too. Not the khaki pants and the boots, but the (laughs) microphone.
1: (laughs) The giant horn thing that you go through. Um, All right, well, I'm going to contact CinemaCon. All right, so uh, March 28th, 2017, Wahlberg and the director, Peter Berg, announced that they were planning Mile 22 – Uh, 2018, to become a trilogy describing an action series at STX Entertainment. So, we could be looking at potential two more. (laughs) Might need to get a hold of Peter Berg as well and ask where are these other two films?
0: They could still be in development for all we know. COVID may have postponed them.
1: Ooh... I always forget that. As if that hasn't changed every aspect of my life, I always forget forget that that also affected the movies. You're like, where where's uh, where's a uh, Black Widow that was supposed to come out, wasn't it? <laughs> it just keeps getting fucking punted and punted. Um. Oh, so here's a good one. The script was written with Mark Wahlberg in mind. Oh, he's gone. We lost him.
0: Am I back? Yeah, I your... your
1: sound's back. Your video's not back yet.
0: Now <clears throat> oh, my cat's throwing things off my desk. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so what did I what did I miss? Okay.
1: <laughs> re- I don't understand how... It's every episode, but like in the middle. Like perfectly in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That's great. All right, so I said... Um, oh, the script was written with Mark Wahlberg in mind. So it was always gonna be Marky Mark.
0: That kinda sucks. <laughs> well, I know who it should have been. I don't know if this would have made the movie any better. But it should have been John Ham. Ooh. It should have been John Hamm. And then fill out the cast with like with other like well known names and stuff like that. You can leave Ronda Rossi, that's fine. But like have, like, Steve Buscemi in there and, like, a bunch of other people that, like, you look at and you're like, yeah, yeah I know them from something. Oh,
1: Steve.
0: I want Steve Buscemi is Ducky, the driver.
1: <laughs> the driver! <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, I think this is a... Um. Yeah, then this is, like, the last good one. There's not that many... Trivias But this might be the best one. Or not the best one This is like the last good one I've seen The house in the opening scene Was broken into shortly after production But the intruders didn't make off with anything Because the owner of the house Was home And the authorities and the owner Believe it was a Hollywood bright lights That attracted them Oh so people were You know they are obviously lit up So oh this house must have something in there Yeah That's kind of funny They could have did it for real Uh, Turns out
0: the homeowner
1: had the cesium all along. (laughs) He had the cesium all along. The real cesium was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) 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 That's fucked up, especially because cesium, like, is that even a real thing, cesium? I don't know. Or is it just like a made-up thing for the movie?
0: Is cesium real? I don't know how to spell it.
1: Uh, I think it's C-E-I-S-U-M?
0: Despite the prevalence in in spent nuclear fuel and nuclear waste, cesium-137 is actually extremely rare. It's half-life. Half-life is too short for it to persist from natural fission sources and on Earth is a synthetic isotope only. Should few should further nuclear accidents be avoided, the dangers of cesium one thirty seven will eventually cease.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. These <laughs> these two are good. Uh, during the fu- during the firefight, Jimmy mockingly asks the head of Indycar security if he has any spare forty five caliber ammunition. However, both of them seem to be using nine millimeter weapons, not forty five <laughs> And then this other one is, um, <laughs> monk paintings should be pronounced monk, M-U-N-K, not munch, M-U-N-C-H. Because he calls yeah. it a munch in the beginning. <laughs> like, oh, munch. He's a pretty, uh, pretty dark guy. Oh, um, God. incorrectly regarded as goose. Nothing good there. Revealing mistakes. Uh, Nothing cool here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So right right off the thing, too, they're talking about hard drives. There's like factual errors. It's like the 45 things. But then the hard drive thing is in there, too. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to see Mile 23, Mile 24.
0: I don't know. Mile twenty three. Welcome to Russia.
1: <laughs> uh, Mile is... twenty four. Goodbye, Russia. <laughs> yeah, good... see ya. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of movies that were filmed in other areas, I watched uh, Euro Trip the other day.
0: Why do I know that movie?
1: Oh, every... this is this is one of your coming of age, college, high school comedy movies. Like that's where Scotty doesn't know comes from. If you know that song. I think I know it. Alright, so I was watching it. Whatever. Uh, and... <laughs> what Like, if you've seen the movie, you've seen the movie. They go... High school kids graduate high school. Their friends are going to... Uh, backpack through Paris. Yeah, here we go. They're gonna backpack.
0: It, it looks so bad.
1: Oh, dude, it's awesome. Okay, so... The kid with the green striped shirt at the top, he's the main character. Nope. He's the
0: main character. No, nope, over
1: one. The kid with the dark uh yeah. <laughs> the kid with the dark hair, they both have dark hair. He's the main character, right? Okay. Plaid shirt and um uh well, what's that girl's name? Michelle Trackenberg here, down here with the red shirt on? Okay, their brother and sister. This kid with the long blonde hair, uh, he's just their buddy. So, the brother and sister are going to Paris. They're going to backpack around Europe, whatever. This kid, uh, with the striped shirt, um, has been, like, emailing this, uh, (laughs) his, like, pen pal, who he thinks is a man named Mike. But really, it's this blonde-haired girl. Um, she's German, or whatever. And he's like, oh, he, like he like fucks up and sends her some mean shit and then he's like oh i need to go back and apologize make things right like i love this girl so they all end up going <laughs> um and they go through like all these different parts of europe and whatever it's funny ha 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 i watched this movie i've seen it a million times like the next day i was on tiktok and one of these tiktoks that showed up was like from some video and this dude is like is matt damon's cameo in euro trip the greatest cameo in like film and what so yeah matt damon's in this movie he sings yeah so he is the lead singer of this band that sings the scotty doesn't know song
0: uh (laughs) i've definitely seen this picture of matt damon before i've definitely seen it before so him as the singer
1: what happened the director is on this clip and he's talking like i had never known this he's talking about how when they filmed the movie they filmed the whole thing in Prague, and at that time sars was going on and something else was happening in the world so people weren't coming over like they weren't flying so all the cameos in this movie just happened to be in Europe while they were filming. <laughs> so like, like Matt Damon was filming, um, brothers Grimm, And so he shaved his head cause he had to wear a wig and he was like, I had, he had just quit smoking or something. So he was like, his face was all like puffy for some reason. And they asked him if he would want to like cameo in the movie. He's like, Oh yeah, of course. Hell yeah. I'll do that. Uh, lucy lawless is also in the movie and she just happened to be flying from like ireland or something down because they were filming something too so she hopped on and like fred Armisen is in it for a minute and he was there filming something too it's like oh that's so fucking oh cool i love how that all like kind of worked out
0: that is crazy
1: oh it's awesome craziness if uh if you guys have um i think it's on amazon you can watch Euro Trip. Cool. Oh, and well, Ricky. Yeah. What? I, I was gonna say. No, go ahead. I was trying to remember what movie the uh, Alice is from. Like, where have I seen her before? Mm-hmm. This Laura Cohen, 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 Cohen. I think it was the boy. It was what I just watched. The boy. Oh, oh she's in I the Walking Dead to too. Yeah, let's see. And she's... Oh, yeah, duh. Of course, she's Martha in the beginning of Batman v Superman. Oh. Okay. Like, duh. Actors are crazy. What'd you say? Actors are crazy. They'd be in all sorts of movies.
0: Yes, they do. Speaking of all sorts of movies, we've come to the part of our episode where we rank the movie we just watched in three separate categories, the first of which is by streaming service. So we watch this on Netflix. So... Let us see this. Nope, I don't think that's the right window. Definitely not the right window. (laughs)
1: you got it Wait, what is this one is this a blank piece of paper
0: i think it's just a, it looks like it's just a blank piece of paper there we go yeah we got, so it, we got it for netflix we have number three the runner number two taxi driver number one basic instinct ricky where would you like to put mile 22 i forgot what movie we were doing for a second <laughs> I wanted to say taxi driver and then I knew that wasn't right, and then I wanted to say the runner and I knew that one wasn't right either.
1: <laughs> uh I would put this at number three above the runner. Definitely above below runner. taxi driver.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Okay. I think I think you're spot on with that one. So we'll put mile twenty two there. And let's see. Next up, we have. We've got now available 2021 list of movies we've seen. So, number seven, The Hills Have Eyes 2 Remake. Number six, Shoulder Arms. Number five, Hercules. Number four, Odd Thomas. Number three, Wonder Woman 1984. Number two, Basic Instinct. And number one, Tenant. Ricky, where would you like to put Mile 22?
1: Um, I can't see the list. It says I've been disconnected. Sit tight. Can you close it and then start it over?
0: Just yeah. A, just a stream of the... Yeah, let's get that pulled back up for you.
1: This is a visual show. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I would either put it at 7 or 8. I didn't see Shoulder Arms. I think it's it's definitely better than Hills Have Ice 2.
0: Do you want to put it at 7, then?
1: It's certainly not better than Hercules. Do you think it's better than Shoulder Arms?
0: No, I think Shoulder Arms is more enjoyable.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll put it at 7.
0: <laughs> number 7. So that puts us at uh, number 8, Hills Have Ice 2 Remake. Number 7, Mile 22, Six Shoulder Arms, Five Hercules, Four Odd Thomas, Three Wonder Woman, 1984, Two Basic Instinct, and Number 1, Tenet. And then we shall bring up our all-time ranking list. You ready for this, Ricky?
1: I'm ready. All the
0: movies we've reviewed on this podcast so far.
1: We're getting up there, right? So we have... Ooh, yeah.
0: Yeah. We have Number 17, Hills Have remake, Eyes 2 Remake. Uh, Catherine Upside Down, Shoulder Arms, The Runner, Conan, White Mile, Taxi Driver, Prince of Persia, Scoob, Hercules, Wonder Woman 1984, Labyrinth, Haunted Mansion, Basic Instinct, Odd Thomas, Clue, and at number one, Tenant. Ricky, where where do you think Mile 22 belongs?
1: This one's gonna be tough. Well, actually, I don't know if it's gonna be tough. I think I would put it it above Catherine Upside Down, but not above Shoulder Arms. I think like it belongs
0: above the runner, though.
1: Yeah, but I think it's better than the runner.
0: Okay. Is it's... it better than Conan?
1: <sighs> Ooh, I don't know. Conan was, like, over the top and enjoyable, where this was, like, you kind of knew what the tone was the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Where this one, you kind of lose it because you don't know if he's supposed to be funny or if it's supposed to be comedic. And then there's that big right. chunk where it just kind of wanders around. Um, yeah, I think it's, I would put it at 14.
0: You put it at 14? Mm-hmm. So that will leave uh, Hills Have Ice 2 remake at 18. Catherine Upside Down is 17. Shoulder Arms is 15. The runner. Er, no. Mess that up. Shoulder <laughs> Arms at 16. The runner at 15. And number 14 is Mile 22. So. Now we come to the final portion of our show where we go through and we pick or we randomly pick what we will watch for next week. So we have, first up, we have Cold (laughs) Case. What the fuck? Wait, what is is this on? Hulu. We're on Hulu Hulu
1: this week. Hulu, everybody. Make sure you have your logins for Hulu.
0: Or whoever you're borrowing it from.
1: Yeah, Cold Case, Hamars. How do you say that O oh, with the two dots above it?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but we're just going to move on. Okay. Parasite.
1: Wow, legendary picture right there. That's a good one.
0: And High Rise. Life of the resident of a tower block begins to run out of control. What are you
1: thinking? What? I gotta go with I gotta go with High Rise. Because I High seen, Rise? Yeah, because I've seen Parasite. I own Parasite. I have like a mm-hmm. Mondo poster for Parasite. So I know <laughs> that my bias for it will put it right at number one. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I mean? And this is a movie I have I've never seen High Rise. And just because we've already padded out the first like five on the list anyways.
0: <laughs> right. Uh yeah, I'm good with going with high rise if you want to go with high rise.
1: Okay. But okay, for the people at home, watch Parasite too because that's a good ass movie. If you haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, Parasite 1's pretty good as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so okay, let's do high rise.
0: So I've been Adam Howard. Uh this is now available. You can find us wherever podcasts are found, as well as on YouTube. Uh, if you go to my Twitter bio on Starroom Studios, you can get the link to find wherever you want to listen to the podcast as well as our merch. Um, you can follow me at Howard AK, Howard AK88 at Star and Starroom Studios. Uh, wherever you find your social media, as long as it's Instagram and Twitter, Ricky, where can the good people find you at? Uh,
1: you can find me at Ritz Khalifa on Twitter and Instagram. And, yeah, that's
0: it. Uh, For now, this has been Now
1: Available, and until next time. Uh, We'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Man, man, home, home.
0: If you ever wanted to make a podcast but run into a roadblock when trying to get it out into the world, now you don't have to worry about that with Anchor. Anchor is a completely free service that can get your podcast on platforms from Apple Podcasts to Spotify, now there are even creation tools that allow you to make your podcast all in one place right on Anchor's website. They give you the opportunity to make money through Anchor, no matter the size of your listenership. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today and put your podcast out into the world. Now available. Now available. Now, now, now available. Now available.